What's up, everybody? My name is Thajerson. Welcome to my podcast, and here we talk about from a needle all the way to a spaceship. We talk about taboo, unprecedented, un, unjust, unthings that nobody talks about, and we just present our opinions and thoughts. And it's just a crazy mess, but I welcome you to this crazy mess. Today, I have picked up something very, very random, and the random is, and I spend a lot of time doing that. And what that is uh, is the late night talk shows. I know lots of you. I, everybody knows the late night talk shows. They have been going on for decades, and uh, people come in. The talk show hosts talk to them, and they have their own gigs and their own styles. But the premise is pretty much same. And lately, it has also became a big source of news and what's going on around the world, because we are living in very crucial times right now. And I think the late-night talk shows have uh, taken that uh, in account and used their humorous and uh, funny bits, funny parts, and funny talents to tell you the series of the stories which we might not wanna just watch on the television or on the news channels having that been said um, today I really wanted to categorize the late-night talk shows because there are so many and all of them have their own strengths and I will tell you what I like which ones I like and why I like them and which ones I don't like and maybe why I don't like them so let's get on started So, you know, Conan's show has been one of the, you know, it premiered when? Like in 2010, so it's not that old, but uh, Conan's show is, is alright, it's it's good show, um, I won't say it's off the records, you know. In Conan's show, what I think is, um, it just lacks, and which it happens in most of the shows, that sometimes it lacks authenticity. Not always, not always. Conan is a great host, but uh, there is uh, not that uh, X factor or entertainment factor which I really enjoy watching that show. It's an alright show, you know, they sometimes make good jokes. Uh, their sidekick in that Conan show also, he's a very good guy, he, he's very prompt. But there's something always missing in that show, I feel like it. So, uh, but again, you know, Every day, every time, you know, artists and creators, they're evolving, they change, so who knows? Maybe tomorrow it's gonna be up the next level, so that's Conan O'Brien's show. Now comes to the Graham Norton show. It's a BBC show, and it uh, airs in the United Kingdom. I'm sure that most of you have heard about this show, it's a very popular show. When you watch its YouTube videos, they have their um, red set 
so it's very unique very distinctive so all their videos one thing you will first thing notice is their red set everything is red in the background and so colorful and so vibrant and so contrasty so it just just even if we leave the content out their color scheme and their presentation and the set design just captures your attention and you cannot ignore that so that's one thing I really like about that show second of all Graham Norton the host of that show it's that guy I mean the biggest quality of that guy is he sets you up for success the biggest job of a host in a talk show is let give the guest the space and the opportunity to talk and to create an environment in which there's more entertainment more talks and more communication and a connection and Graham Norton provides that like even if there's just some like a shy guest comes in he knows how to build up their confidence and how to uh, you know boost that quality of the conversation and that's the biggest and, and he seems to enjoy that that's another thing you know I will discuss that in in my further that the few other shows that I'm gonna talk about but authentic being authentic is so 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 important the moment you find that somebody's not being so authentic you just kind of feel like why am I even watching what am I watching like that is why we appreciate good acting you know if the acting doesn't feel like it's good then we just distant ourselves as I don't know what's going on so that's what Graham Norton does he seems to enjoy what he's doing he sets up his guest for success and he creates that environment and plus that they involve booze so that again acts as a catalyst in the entire chemistry that's happening on his show so overall Graham Norton show is always entertaining to watch they have more energy they have more talks they have in fact the funnier games too like they bring up some of their guests and uh, they ask the questions and if they're and if they don't like the answer the guests itself have a liver that they can pull and then the chair the the <laughs> the person who's telling the story is sitting it'll flip and they will just fall down so I'm sure they fall down on some some soft surface but that's kind of fun to watch you know it's you will see once you see that show it's overall it's a very good show it premiered in 2007 and it's still going on so that's Graham Norton show now comes to the Ellen DeGeneres show I don't even wanna say anything about this show because there's so many big fans of this show that if I say anything that they don't like they will get so furious so but even though I will say some things recently um, I was reading a few posts it's a very recent uh, story that came out uh, in within a week or so that the people that the guests and the you know the audience members when they come into the show the Alan promises them okay we were gonna give this out to our audience members so there have been latest claims 
that uh, those products are things that Alan promises that the studio audience will receive, usually they don't. In the end, when the show is over, they tell their audience that we don't have the enough products, but uh, we appreciate your enthusiasm and this was a show, so I'm sorry, but we can't distribute that. So this is something came into light. And let me tell you, I have experienced this. Since I live in Los Angeles, I have been to so many game shows and it happens very frequently that whenever you go to a game show for the television, they will say, okay, your audience will receive this. Most of the time, actually, we have received things, but there are times that we don't. So you would not expect this from the Ellen DeGeneres show. I mean, if if the least, there's how many people usually? There are like four to six hundred people. That's maximum amount, but usually it's less than that. And the products are not very super expensive compared to the budget and the earnings that these shows, you know, get. Like they are multi-million dollar each production, each episode production. So we expect them to maintain that standard and not to, not to, you know, have those pity things that you know not giving their studio audience uh, the stuff that you promised for the television to the television audience. So, so this is something that came out. But overall, uh, I like the Ellen DeGeneres show. I like their some of their bits where they scare the ghosts and also when they have a solo performance uh, of uh, the artists so but they Ellen actually she has a very unique way she is very open she is very entertaining and she's very quick to answer that's one of the best things about Ellen like whenever you're talking to her like she can make any sentence into a funny one like you cannot i think it's going to be so hard to talk serious with Alan like you would say something hey my dog died she might say oh, dog died but did did he eat good food before he died so I mean you will say oh yeah he did he did so it's it's something that she can change anything and just make it funny I mean and intentionally I think she does that and whenever it comes to the serious parts too, she does respect the seriousness of that too but that is one of her biggest talents like she is a good communicator she lets people speak she adds on to the conversation and she keeps that conversation going that's that's one of the biggest talents of of Alan and also she has she's a person with uh, lots of personal struggles and experiences which uh, you know it actually good to watch Alan because you it's kind of inspirational too, you know, people have uh, gone through the times where it was not acceptable of who she is as a lesbian person and now how she has built up her name and her own identity in the way that she wanted. So everything that she has done, we see the success, but behind every success, there's a lot that goes on. So I think that's something that we really have to keep in mind whenever we see uh, things and that is why when there's some drawbacks of some things then we see the positive side and we just weigh how better is it like if 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 are we going to just completely dis disregard something for that smallest tiny bit of something that we don't like or 
we're gonna accept that because there's so much great or so much better happens with that thing or so much better that thing it represent so that's overall the Allen's show so overall I like the show but some things I heard that I think that they should not be even involved in that they should just give out things whenever they promise to their audiences that's simple small thing and the show has been going on since September 8 2003 long time 17 years so that's Alan DeGeneres show now we come to the Jimmy Kimmel live I have very mixed feelings about Jimmy Kimmel live I don't know Jimmy Kimmel live is a show that Jimmy seems like a good guy but sometimes it just doesn't feel like that he is uh, most of the time it feels like that he is <laughs> I'm gonna tell you one thing most of the time it feels like he's stoned like he's not but his eyes and his face feature looks like he's stoned and he just doesn't have like any facial expressions much like when he laughs his eyes remains the same and uh, that just kind of my attention just gets stuck onto that thing like whenever I watch Jimmy Kimmel I see his eyes when you see him next time just see his eyes whatever he does you will barely see any change in his eyes that's a very very important thing to notice besides that I think the Jimmy Kimmel live show is pretty bland uh, it's uh, I don't see I don't see anything standing out in that show it's uh, he's a good guy he talks you know he gives his monologue he invites the guests over and uh, he pushes that um, unwanted laugh when he laughs so hard it just doesn't match with the situation like if somebody says something very um, tiniest bit of funny and uh, he gives out like a very um, big laugh like a laugh and you can see that it's not natural it doesn't even make sense so that time just kind of feels like a disconnect but that's just a small bit but overall Jimmy Kimmel Live is a decent show he's actually a very passionate he's a very you know he's a family oriented person he's a uh, he talks about his family he gets emotional on that too and he has raised lots of important um, issues that we face in our society with regards to healthcare, with regards to vote, with regards to all the social issues. So he talks about that, and that's that's so important. So again, if we just forget about the the quality, the blandness of the show, but the material is in itself is very good. So whenever Jimmy Kimmel speaks, he speaks to the point, and he just you know cracks some decent jokes too. But I would not categorize this show as like a very, very good show. It's a, it's a good show. You can watch it anytime. So and they, they put out a lot of effort, you know. I don't want to say any show that is bad. Because no show is bad because it involves so much hard work to, to make that each episode. There's hundreds and hundreds of people are involved making that show. And uh, there's uh, very few people who decide, decide what happens on that show, but lots of other people are doing their excellent work. The cameraman is doing their excellent work, the lighting, the set design, the art, the technicians, and uh, all the production assistants and mus musicians, 
and everybody around, even the studio audience, they are doing their part perfectly. So, but as a viewer, when watching the show coming together at night and just trying to watch that show, this is what the general um, idea what I would give is just, it's not as outstanding, but it's a good show. This is what I had to say about Jimmy Kimmel live. And it debuted, let me see, in 2003. So same year as the Allen's show. So it's been going on for 17 years now. Wow. I didn't know that actually. I, I recently just read that. And in fact, I read it just now. That while I was talking to you, I pulled up. I said, when did this show aired? So it's 2003. Long time. Good show, but not very outstanding, extraordinary. Now comes to the Late Late Show with James Corden. The Late Late Show with James Corden. Uh, it's a very new show, I must say. Not super new, but it's still, it aired in 2015. The Late Late Show, it, matter of fact, has been going on for a very long time, but the new host, James Corden, joined this show in 2015, so not very long ago. And James, you know, he has a very charming British accent and he's a very charming guy. He talks to people. He's a very happy guy. He kind of very entertaining. But, but, again, there's something missing in that show. And what that is, is the chemistry, the connect. See, whenever two people are talking, what do they enjoy most? They enjoy most the chemistry, not the content, but the chemistry of two people. If the two people have a great chemistry, sometimes you even forget what the words are. You just look at their expressions, you just look at how they're talking, how they're responding to each other, and that just is so fascinating. In the Late Late Show, it is there, it is there, but there's very few times that thing happens, that thing clicks. And most of the times, you know, they're having a general good time. Sometimes they're, I don't know, feels like they're pretending, okay, yeah, that's a good show. James does his best, no doubt about that. But I think it's just the connection that doesn't happen always. And uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's not much I can say about the James Corden show. It's getting better and better because uh, it's a new show and you know it takes time for the host to be better at it. I know if you were saying five years, but again, some shows have been going on for 15, 20 years and uh, you can see the difference. If you see their shows when they were five years old versus when they were 10 years old, you will see a huge difference. Artists need their own space to grow, to develop, to understand, so. And I'm sure it will it will come along much better. But as of right now, um, I don't um, schedule myself like I hardly now watch the Late Late Show with James Corp. Now, ha ha ha! This is the one I was I was actually waiting. Um, this is the Late Night with Jimmy Fallon. Who does not know Jimmy Fallon from the movies like Jurassic Park? And if you have been to the Universal Studios, you might have seen the Jimmy Fallon videos, the funny videos in their tour bus. 
he actually <laughs> is in a science lab, he experiments, the experiment goes bad, he smells that and he says, oh, I should be fine and then he just passes out. It's, it's very funny if you have been into that tour bus. So, Late Night with Jimmy Fallon. This show, let me tell you, this show goes so up and down. <laughs> I don't even know. Jimmy Fallon, I think, he's one of the most burnt out late night TV show hosts. Like when he started out, you will see that fire, you will see that desire, you will see that genuineness that comes when you are doing something. And now when you see Jimmy Fallon, he feels like he's just pushing himself hard to do that show. And it does not happen in all the episodes. Like I've seen some of his monologues recently uh, talking about current issues and they seem very good like they seem that he genuinely wants to talk about that but whenever it comes to talking to guests I don't think that he's not too interested in that he his laugh is so pushed that it's beyond fake like it does not even make sense sometimes you can see the guests their face they're saying hmm was that that funny why is he laughing so much? So, just... And that's when the disconnect happens. Because whenever you start to think and not say, then the disconnect happens. Two people, when they're talking, that means they're speaking out their minds. And you enjoy seeing them. And when they're not speaking out their minds, that's a disconnect. So whatever comes out, you can sense it's not genuine. And you might be saying, okay, these are all late night shows, nothing is genuine. I understand nothing is genuine, but there is some level of comfort and chemistry that brings out some sort of a real personality. But when this happens, like a forced laugh, loud forced laugh without any reason and uh, less intellectually s intellectual questions, then it just becomes, ah, uh, what am I even watching? Jimmy Fallon's, you can see the quality of his questions, like before when he started out and now, his questions are just like so bland, he said, if somebody's talking about, okay, I did this movie, oh, it is movie, how was it, how was it, and people uh, say, it's good, and we had this kind of an experience, oh, that's only, that must be good, it's like, he does not have much uh, interest in digging further, deeper into the conversation, he just keeps it, everything so on the surface, and because when you're not interested in somebody or not interested in talking, you will just mostly repeat this stuff. You will ask questions that don't even, like, you don't even have to think about, right? You just make some other person just speak. So, but overall, G late night with Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy, uh, not Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel has been, uh, oh, I was talking about Late Night with Jimmy Fallon for so long, am I not? It's the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Oh my god, I've been talking about the Late Night. <laughs> it's not Late Night, it's the Tonight Show with starring Jimmy Fallon. But everything else is, is accurate, like... Jimmy Fallon seems pretty burnt out. I don't think he does. he wants to talk to guests anymore, I don't think he wants to even do that show anymore. I think he's just doing it as like you know, an employee just going to work, finishing up the work, and then coming back home. That's pretty much it. 
And by the way, it premiered in 2014, so not too long, but Jimmy, Fa Jimmy Fallon, he's a very talented guy. He has progressed so much in a very short time, so kudos to that. And still, it's a good show, but only at times, not always. Now we come to The Late Show with Stephen, Stephen Colbert. You know, to be honest, when I started watching that show like in 2015-16, it didn't click, like I didn't, it, it didn't feel like it, it just, he's, again, when artists start out, they have to find their own rhythm too, so I think that was the time that Stephen was trying to find his rhythm, so it was alright, it wasn't something that I really wanted, and the material wasn't as accurate, like there was not a particular theme or what the show is about and what they're going after. But, as the political season and as the politics evolved and the politics, you know, started impacting the country so much, then the Stephen Colbert show turned around. Like, Stephen, he starts speaking on politics and on social issues and, and talking to prominent celebrities and people, and then people also started putting um, value to his show. So he created that so much value in his show now that whenever you see his show, you will see this show to get the top headlines, the news that's going on, a humorous take on those news and uh, hear out some opinions about the prominent personalities in this world of what they have to say about those things. So this show is a talk show, but it has quite become some more valuable as it started out. So overall, Late Show with Stephen Colbert is a pretty valuable show to watch. So if you watch it, you will definitely gain something. And Stephen has also have gone so much uh, confident. His confident level is great. He looks like a good guy. He's, uh, he knows what he's talking about. And, and it just gives you a good impression. He, he's able to connect with the audience. He's able to connect with people. He seems to pretty enjoy his work and that's the kind of enjoyment that you feel. So that's Late Show with Stephen Colbert. So you can always watch this show and you will definitely gain something. Always a good show to watch. Always a good show to watch. Nothing extraordinarily entertaining like there's something entertainment games or anything going on but it's a good informative show. Now comes, oh by the way, um, The Late Show, it aired in 2015, I think I told you that. I don't know why I'm telling you again, <laughs> but anyways, ignore that, please. Let's come to The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Started out with Trevor Noah, Hassan Minaj, and taken over from John Stewart. Everybody knows John Stewart, you know, one of the greatest talk show hosts, smart guy, genuine guy, concerned guy about the country, about the situations. And now, the Trevor Noah, and he's doing very well too. Trevor Noah actually gained his popularity by being intellectually smart. Like, he, his stand-ups were not just jokes, his stand-ups were jokes on social issues and, and things that, have, that are important for society's development and betterment. And his humor in those situations falls to the point and also his personal experience coming from all those adversities have given him an edge on 
taking things the humorous way because he has talked about previously that how the situation, you know, whenever you are dealing with some really tough situations, either you fall for that situation and then you destroy yourself mentally and physically, or you find a humor in that situation. And that makes that situation much more bearable so that you can wait for the good time, keep working towards it, and believe that it will also pass. So because of his personal experience, his uh, unique humor, smart tone, Trevor Noah have carried forward this show very well. And uh, whenever he talks about, he talks mostly um, improv, impromptu, he talks to his uh, audience members, and uh, he really talks on to the point. When you hear him, you will see the experience talking. You will see that person knows. You will see that person what his beliefs are, what he's going after. It's pretty transparent. It's not very complicated. And also, twist of humor in that as well. So overall, it's a smart show. When you see Trevor speaking, you, you enjoy how smartly he says things and it was the quality of John Stewart too I think John Stewart was one of the best but choosing Trevor Noah over John Stewart I think it was the right thing he was he's also intellectually smart he's able to carry on the way the John left the show initially the show was not as up to the par because again somebody starting out new Trevor Noah never did any shows like this. He came from South Africa. He was a new comedian in in United States, so you know everything is new for him too. So giving him that chance, that but Trevor Noah carried on very well, and now he's doing very good. Uh, so whenever you get a chance, do watch the Daily Show. It's a very good show to watch. Now we come to the second last show. See, there's so many shows that I can talk about, but I will only talk about two more shows. And those are one of the very, very important shows. Important means really, really important. The second last show that I want to talk about is The Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Everybody knows John Oliver. He's an Emmy Award winner, comedian, his show have been winning so many awards for past many years and reason is that not just his witty British accent, not just his preciseness talking onto the topic, not just his ability to talk onto a topic for a long time and not repeating anything and just adding on to the details and giving you so much concise information in short time and not just raising the awareness of current issues and not just researching thoroughly deeply and presenting you that research in a more simplistic way his main strength is speaking about what's not being said all around his main strength is speaking the way which is understandable which everybody can connect with and deliver that important awareness and issues and raise voice on the concerns and delivering fact-based information. This is what the last week tonight with John Oliver is, John Oliver is about. 
great humor in that show, great pace, and the amount of information you get and the awareness and and the understanding, it's it's outstanding. Like every second of the John Oliver show is important. And I bet they work, the writers must work extremely hard to gather that much of material and that much researched concise material. So the best show that I would say that you should watch is the late last week tonight with John Oliver. If you are looking to gain information about current issues, if you want to gain information about the news topics, if you want to gain information about what you can do to take part in the current issues and how you can improve the society and how you can work towards it. So all these things, the last week tonight with John Oliver is so crucial in that. So do watch it if you haven't and you will see what I'm talking about. Last show time. Before, oh, I missed. John Oliver Oliver premiered in 2014 and from day one to now, this show has been pristine. The quality has been pristine every year. It's just going up and up and up. And I don't think any show has been able to beat that so far. That's last week tonight with John Oliver. Now the last show comes in. That is the Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. That is right. The Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. Okay. This show is not on air anymore, and I think this show aired last time was in 2014 or 2015. And I didn't hear about this show up until 2019. I had no idea there was a show called, uh, there was a show with Craig Ferguson. And by the way, this is the same show as that James Corden is doing now. So, 2015? Okay, so the show ended in 2015 with Craig Ferguson and James Corden took over. Now, I cannot even start to speak about Craig Ferguson. The most, if you want to learn how to communicate, watch Craig Ferguson. If you want to know how to create that natural, that beautiful show all around, that's Craig Ferguson. There's hardly any guest that comes onto that show who does not have a good time. And there's hardly any viewer who watches that show can't say that they didn't have a good time. That show is just... Oh, man. If you, if you really want to know how to speak, like, if you want to know how to have a conversation, watch Craig Ferguson. It's not scripted. Craig Ferguson is improv and prompto and he just creates conversation. Like there won't be a moment and not just conversation, the most interesting way. Like he will play with you. Like you will see that play going on between two people. So words don't matter at that time. You will see that great chemistry, the great the beauty, the fun, it, it's going, it's fascinating. It's just absolutely fascinating to watch. I have, I didn't see this show, I didn't even know about this show until 2019 and now I'm just on a streak to watch all his episodes. One of, one of those favorites ones are uh, with uh, Mila Kunis and uh, like, ah, 
why am I even mentioning just one? You just watch that show, it's just amazing. I wish the Craig Ferguson was still on today. Because that show is not about politics or anything at all. You will not hear about current social issues or anything like that. You will just experience pure entertainment, the ability to communicate, the talk, and what the late shows about entertainment is all about. What they should be. That's, that's kind of it. So, and his Irish accent is amazing. <laughs> so with the accent, the guy's personality, the way he communicates, and the way he talks, everything is just on to the point. So, that is our list for the late shows of today and yesterday. Craig Ferguson, I would rank that show as number one in entertainment and The Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, I would rank that as the most informative, awareness creator, concise and crucial show for the society to watch. Well, thank you so much for watching, everybody. Um, I really appreciate you all uh, listening to it. Well, I don't know why I said thank you all so much for watching, but if you did watch, great. Um, but that was my take. Uh, stay tuned for my next episode. Uh, and keep watching the late shows, whichever you'd like. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. My name is Tejas, and if you want to support this podcast, you can tip me if you want, tip it on my thing here, you know, the podcast that you've opened just now. But overall, I hope you had a good time and I hope to see you in my next episode. Again, my name is Tejas and this was American Life All The Way.